moustache longer than your hair, Ryan? Hmm? <laughs> is, your, is your moustache like longer than your hair? I, I, I think it is, yeah, it is. Yeah. Impressive stuff, mate. Anyway, we're going to have to start episode 32 shortly. Um, if, I f- if, I, if I ever pull arm wars again, Neil, I will keep my promise, shave everything else off and leave just the mark. Just That's an arm wars thing. Mate, <laughs> my, arm, arm wars, arm wars is, is, arm wars, in my opinion, is coming back. Very nice. For at least one outing. And you know where? Arnold Classic UK ah, 2021. Nice. Yeah, there, there are so many people I want to pull in a setting like Arm Wars. Like, there's a list, there's a list 25 long at least that I could give you, Neil, as my wish list. <laughs> Mate, it's on. <laughs> Christmas wish list. If, no, if nothing else, we should like do just a we should do a fix live there on, on the thing anyway. I would love that. Oh, how good would that be a fix live with us on a proper panel, headsets on? Yeah, that's what I'm talking what about. Do you, what do you think about this one, Paul? How do you see <laughs> this one coming? <laughs> Paul just has to catch your parents and, now, and, and hit now, him in the face. Now a like, word from our sponsors. Now the word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> so, as uh, before Ryan gets too pissed, we should probably start things going. Yeah. What do you think? I'm a, I'm a happy drunk. I'm not, I don't get angry. It's all right. That's nice. Remember That's this good. at all. Yeah. Good, good to know. Right then. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Fix, episode 32 of Arm Wrestling's premier talk show, which is not necessarily based on fact, but revels in fiction. Welcome, <laughs> it's on. Now then, before I introduce these guys, I'm going to just uh, start in the tradition of the show with something a little bit more lighthearted. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's a joke. Yes. I've saved up a couple of these. They're quite quick, so don't be too panicking. But I'm going to go in there. Ray is always my most difficult critic. I don't think he's laughed on a single joke at all. I'm going to give this one. I just don't understand, you know. I'm Latvian. I don't understand English at all. Okay. I can't (laughs) really do it in a Latvian accent. I lose it with a Latvian accent. But But now, with Paul on the show, I feel like he'll give me an honest opinion on whether the joke's any good, so... I'm gonna run with it. If I get a if I get a laugh off Ray, it's like a double win. You ready? Here we go. Double chin. Yeah, I've got a few of them. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Here we go. Ninety-three year old bloke, right? And he sat on the curb crying. And the bloke walking past him, he walked past. He double takes, sees this old guy crying. He's like, "What the?" He walks past and he says, uh, "Excuse me, mate. I I, I overheard you crying there." He says, uh, "What what's up?" This old man, he's like shaking his head. He says, look, I'm 93, right? I'm married to a 21-year-old Swedish underwear model. Right? She wants sex twice before breakfast, again at lunch, once before tea, and then wants to give me a blowjob later on in the night. And this bloke's like, I can believe this is happening. He says, uh, okay. And the problem is what? And this old guy goes, I can't remember where the canella live. 
<laughs> I got a laugh from Ray, ladies and gentlemen. Record that. Got a laugh from Ray. Did that make sense in Latvian? Yeah. Honestly, I, honestly, Neil, I, I actually missed the punchline because I was getting this thing out. But yeah, I, w- I was laughing at Ryan. <laughs> Where did you took it out from? Where did you took it out from? <laughs> You're killing the magic. <laughs> Can you give me the punchline one more time? I need, to, I need to come up with a way of editing out that you were laughing at Ryan's. He said, <laughs> a pacifier, right? He says, like, so what's the problem? Yeah, what is that thing? <laughs> It's not anywhere, right? What the hell is that? It's for me curling my hair. That's what it's for. Is it honestly? Yeah. That's a yeah. hair curler. I don't know. Just give my next, <laughs> my next, my next venture is is a beauty channel. So, just getting ready. Full support. Your next, your next venture is a beauty channel. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan does <laughs> curls well. Okay, I'm going to see He's going to make people actually look like his filter. <laughs> yeah, for real. Joking aside, Ryan, how, how much money do you earn from the arm wrestling channel? Is it enough to sustain you? Legit, it is. It's, it's, it's all I do. Okay. Well, in that case, that's good because beauty channel, if that's all you've got, you start again. <laughs> I'll get that with Ray. Ray? Would okay, you subscribe so, to his beauty channel, mate? Of course. But I always look like 16 years old. To be fair. Ray's my first collaboration. You, you, I've got, you, you always try to collab with someone better than you. And on the beauty stakes, we know Ray's up there. So. Really? Yeah, Ray's right there, isn't he? I mean, Ray... I don't make the seats wet like Paul does, so... <laughs> Come on, guys. Hey, I'm going for the Clint Eastwood look, man. Wrinkled in weather. For those people, for those people out there that think that this ongoing segment with Paul Lynn is a joke, I, I, can I can I read it? Can I read it, please? Yeah, read one of it. We get like no. messages on this. No joke, we do. Go on, Neil. Neil, I think you know I love your show and I love the audition of Paul. Problem is when my wall. <laughs> When my wife walks in and Paul is on, she suddenly gets interested in arm wrestling. Can you make him wear a Dabo mask? Dabo, Dabo, Dabo. Yeah. Who else gets that? Yeah. yeah. No one else gets No. I've done a hundred videos. A hundred <laughs> videos I've done. Never. Have I had um, that? Never. Uh, I imagine she walks in, she's like, what's this arm wrestling is about? <laughs> It's like what the hmm. is going on? Well, I've had I've had at least five or six messages, private messages from people, saying, and it'll be something like, and these are from girls, and they'll say it'll be something like, um, "Oh, tuned into your last episode of the show. I thought Paul looked good in the tank top." <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, these are all troll accounts. Don't don't believe the hype. <laughs> I, I'll be sat there and I'm thinking. Thanks for that, for the content. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't, like, give him a tip beforehand and say, hey, Paul, choose a favor, mate. Hey, what, you, what you don't know, Neil, is I have several YouTube accounts myself. It could be me. <laughs> hey, <laughs> mate, no, I'm... No shirt. No shirt. That's it. When, when the views are dropping, <laughs> clothes are coming off. <laughs> I do not. We start to lose a lot of views. I'm going to be on the phone. I'm like, Paul, 
Next time you come on, mate, no shirt and oil yourself up. <laughs> and us three will be on a winter coat. <laughs> yeah, Paul will just be stood against the background like that, holding a couple of tyres with his shirt off throughout. <laughs> a bit of dirt on him and that, you know. All the guys like that, and like, give us your opinion on the Devon State <laughs> 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 off match. And he's like, ah, no problem. Just stood there. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I've, my, my days of that are gone. I'm not going to have that anymore. But, Ray, before we waste so, more time talking bollocks on this show, mate, I think you've got some serious points to kick us off with. Yeah, so then from the from European side, uh, Levin and Dennis will not have the match this year. So they posted a video yesterday. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just skipped through it and get the main points. Main point, Dennis said he talked to the doctor and he made a decision not to do his match now. So he said he needs a little bit more time to, I don't know, to be healthier. It's like that. But, uh, yeah, so it's just Dave and Levin. Which again, we really don't know if that can happen at all, you know, well, or or any other match. Raimond Sandorovic is still training and preparing because uh, he talked with Igor. Igor said it's going to happen, but mm, I don't feel like, uh, you know, we'll see. So they, they will not have the match, which is, <laughs> which would be terrible news any other year. This year it's normal news, I think. So it's like, ah, thing after uh, another, isn't it? I mean, yeah. again, we've we've had some massive. Bl- I mean, none bigger than the fact that you didn't pull for order. I mean, <laughs> you know, I know I know it's hard, right? But yeah. it's, it's so. Let's be honest, though. I mean, if if Dennis if Dennis has got the kind of health risk that he's currently facing into, you get it. I mean, yeah. nobody can nobody can say anything about that. Nobody wants to have the guy get. No. Taking risks that are going to end up costing the man his life or whatever the hell, you know, it's just not on. And it's not like there's there's a shortage of great matches out there, you know. It re- it, have that match gone down? Who did you have? Traditionally, you would say Saplinkov for sure, but the, the slightly watered down version is it's, it's questionable whether he could get it done. And it makes me think. Can he ever return to the form that he right. was once at? I don't, I don't think so. I think we, I think we kind of, we finished with Dennis. He will never be the same. Mm. Yeah. Short career in many ways. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. So, mm. but again, like, I think everyone really, really underlooks Vitali because he lost 11 and they're like, thinking, oh, so yeah. Vitali's out, number 30 in the world, right? No, 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 no. The guy's huge. He's lifting huge numbers. He's lifting Tsiplenko's numbers. Uh, strong, looks very, very solid. And <laughs> like on the on the other half, uh, Igor goes to training session with Prudnik, and they get destroyed by a guy who broke his arm. So oh you know, yeah. For those of you who haven't seen what Ray is talking about, I have that down. As you know, Ray, we were chatting beforehand. Uh, Sergei Kalinichenko, Peter Margarint, if you haven't seen, I mean, you know, Kalinichenko, for those who don't know, Sergei was a dude that, he started, he was big news around that time. I remember prior to that event, which you were obviously at, Ryan, and Ray, you were at, weren't you? I don't think Ryan, Ryan wasn't that. It was 2018. 18, it was 2018. Yeah, 
the brother, Alan Makayev. He yeah. was in the final. He yeah. he snapped his arm, didn't he? Yeah, he snapped his arm in the final. I think yeah. the first instance I have ever seen something like that happening, Zloty to her in a pro tournament. It's like, no bad position. No, you know, it just, it's just, it no. Just, it was almost like there was an inherent yeah. fracture or something. I don't yeah. know. But, but yeah. For whatever reason, Sergei broke his arm. Uh, yeah, Kalachenko is back, and he's back with a bang. Oh. Because I mean, you know, it's a, it's a training format. But you put that line up, you know, you've got Petrenko, you've got, you've got, you've got, um, Genia, you've got. Ismant. Yeah, Margarit. Margarit. So those, those who don't know Margarit, he's like, he's the guy who beat uh, John at the uh, Moldova event. He looked phenomenal there. He just smoked everyone. And, uh, I really thought he was going to be the next big thing. But next year, when we were in Arizona, there was Kiev Open in Ukraine and, he lost an overall to, to uh, <clears throat> Oleg Petrenko. He lost to him, and Oleg was 88 kilo at that point. And then he went up, and of course, Oleg was different level. But like in these training matches, what they set up, of course, it's a different setup. And uh, uh, Prudnik said he had some elbow pains and things like that. But still, <laughs> it's still very, very one-sided performance from uh, Margarit and uh, Kalachenko, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and the thing is, you look at, at Peter, and he doesn't look like he's anywhere near his potential yet, does he? He looks still kind of soft. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, but, but the man is strong as hell. I mean, he's clearly got a ridiculous amount of horsepower, you know? And, and Sergei Kalachenko, number one, super impressive because... To come back from a broken arm in itself is impressive, but we've heard you know we've heard evidence before of people like when Craig Sanders in the UK broke his arm he came back clearly stronger. Uh, Clive Ferguson similar situation. You know I've seen other people in the past who've broken their arm and then come back and been definitely better, and it would appear that Sergei Kalinichenko is the same situation. He's just a beast. He looked rock strong. And it, it thro- it's interesting, isn't it? It throws a real... I mean, I know Prudnik's not going to compete in under 105 anyway. Did it, that's what they weighed. A ra- apart from Isman's not that, is he? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're mixing it up because they're, uh, again, on different weight classes, so they can arm us all together. So Prudnik is on big top eight. They're on lower ones. But uh, it's still uh, the potential of those armistars. And I think if anything happens with something, they are the biggest substitutes. Kalachenko mm. 95 kilos and uh, Margarit in top 8, uh, the big one. So What does Margarit actually weigh? Is he like 100? Uh, I like think he's bigger. Time? Maybe 110. He looks big. Like, he looks wh- like when a he was, doesn't he? Just oh, those arms are so huge when just he was in... Thick. Yeah, just, just thick. Thick dude. Godzilla thick. Yeah, that kind of just... thick. Yeah. Like a farm boy, he doesn't look like a gym bunny, he just looks like a friggin' genetically big, solid son of a bitch. You could throw bales of hay like 19 feet in the air. He looks like that, he just looks like a monster. Yeah. Okay, I got a question for you guys. We're talking, about, we're talking a lot about practice pulling right now. We're, our sport's a unique sport that we see practice versions of our combat. You don't, you don't see that in boxing with, with actual opponents that they're going to face. Um, you don't see it in other mixed martial arts. You don't see it in many other sports at all. 
But in arm wrestling, often future opponents or future matchups find themselves on a table in an informal setting. When does it count? When doesn't it? What do you take from it? Honestly, for me, in competition it counts. Correct. Mm-hmm. Oh, never, yeah. never, never practice table for me. No, sure. it just okay, but it, it makes someone look last, better. Last, last, last episode, we talked about what Devin took from a practice match with Michael. There are still real things to be oh, taken. To be taken mm-hmm. from taken. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or they, they, they're taken as mental notes for, okay, it's almost like you're trying to come up with the cure for the coronavirus, right? You hmm. take steer from things that have improved the situation, but do you know it's going to work until it gets out there and you, you trial it? No. And, it, and it's really similar to that. I, I don't think that, because take that situation there you're referring to with Mike and Devon. You know, the backstory of that is, from one side at least, uh, you know, if, if, if what Michael told me on the phone's accurate, he trained. And Michael wasn't being, let's just be clear, Michael wasn't on there bitching and moaning and like, oh, this and me. He, he was just like, well, the good thing is, he, he views it really positive. He was like, I trained my ass off. My wrist was shot to, sh-, you know, he was like, wow, big news. I trained my ass off. I did an amazing arm workout. My wrist was shot to shit. And I still won. So he was yeah. like, woo, he'd taken a big thing away from that, that he's clearly going to win. In his mind, he thinks, oh, God, I'm definitely going to win. Because everything was doomed, and I still won. So the, if Devon's the, going away with a different set of criteria, is he thinking about that? I don't know. You'd have to ask them. The, the, vari- the variables are often, obviously tremendously wider in a practice scenario. The training, practice, intent, uh, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, you guys know I love Todd Zilla. Three weeks ago, Toddzilla pulled Ron Barr and Travis Bajan and looked like a freaking wall. Paul, you were there. You saw it. You yep. felt the man. Yep. Two weeks after that, he grips up with Chance Shaw and Chance Shaw is banging oh. him down. What's the difference? <laughs> what gets shown? <laughs> what time of practice it was? <laughs> when Todd, oh, was, no. when Todd, when Todd, when, when Travis, Todd and Ron and I were pulling. We were pretty much exclusively pulling each other. Now, obviously, some matches took place in different orders mm-hmm. and things like that. But we don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to conclude with anything no. here. I'm asking no. a question. Mate, right. I, what, I, is oh. what, what, what is it? Could, could and do arm wrestlers, what, what do we do? What, what do the top guys do? How do they behave? Do they show truth when they're with someone that they think is their similar, and then do they 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 show something else when they're with an inferior puller in their head, or what, what is it? I I think I think for the most part, um, what I've just come to find just traveling to practice is that the the top level dudes show out as much as they can against the people who are closest to them. Like you get much, you are not. They are not going to sleep on someone that they think can really arm wrestle with them, in, in, in my opinion. And they they refuse to be pinned by those guys more often than not. I do think, though, that the smartest thing to do, if you do think that you have a match coming up with someone, is to not be afraid to let that person pin you or not be afraid to go to a bad position and test it even if you get pinned in practice. But the reality is you guys actually do that. Uh, I agree. I think there's a gray zone, though. There's, there's the 
these are my these are my peers that are on the same level. I give them everything. These are the guys that are chasing me that I'm still ahead of. I show them a little bit. But there's there's a middle ground where this guy yeah. is trying real hard to become one of these guys. Yeah. And this guy who's the who's the top dog isn't sure how much to do. Thank and it's you. it's that that fascinates me most. When most when someone's in that phase, it's a very interesting read on the practice. Mate, have you never been in a situation though where you'll be you go through to somewhere and there's a, a new guy there or there's a guy there, right? And you've not really gone to arm wrestle. You've just gone and you, you know, you put your arm up there. And this guy jumps on you and he's in and he's going for you like a loony and you're letting him dive all over you and you're not trying to access and you're not trying to connect all the elements that are going to put you in the match, take anything away from him. Yeah. And he it feels like, um, no, it's just the fact that he feels like a, monster and then you'll hear someone say to you I heard oh here's the one which I sucked my sucked my own asshole laughing at right some of the stuff gets out I think it was on a show um, might have been might have even been armed crossfire and they had Gabs on Gab, Gabby Vasconcelos who I absolutely love the Iron Angel is ace girl is strong as you know they don't. she's iron and then, well, somebody makes a comment, and somebody else makes a comment, and somebody else makes a comment, and then Ron Bath makes a comment, and Ron Bath says to me, I let Gabby get rolled over on me, and she was in her hook on the side of the table, and I couldn't pull her up. <laughs> Mother. Really? Come on. Let, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm I like, think I won Ron. that match about yeah, five days I'm ago. like, seriously, yeah. Ron, how many beers do you have? Because I am not knocking Gabriela Vasconcelos. Mm, but yeah, the reality is very different. Ron Bath could pull her up from anywhere. He right. yeah. You know, I, the reality check moment, what, what Ron means is, he has nothing connected, and you let somebody get into that sweet spot, they feel like a tank. And I think there are certain arm wrestlers. There was another one the other day referring to Devon Larratt and Larry Wheels. And somebody said, and there are spots, it was a comment that somebody had written, there are spots where Larry Wheels gave Devon real problems. Mother, no, he didn't. <laughs> well, he didn't. If, 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 they, if, if, if there is a spot where Larry Wheels gives Devon problems, Devin is absolutely letting him get to that worst possible position and trying to work. And I think that's really like, how does a Devin really get a good practice with Larry if he doesn't do that? And, and going back, Larry's just not there yet. It's that simple. It's like if Devin got under the got under the squat bar, get on the bench with Larry's warm up weight, he'd be thinner than he is now. Right. When you when when you talk about the practice thing and you know using Todd Hutchings as a barometer, uh, if we go back to that practice that I was at, um, a little bit later in that afternoon, there's a, there's a guy from Philly. He's only arm wrestled for about a, a year and a half. He's six foot four. He's a long, lean hooker, a lot like Roger Kangingham. His name's Kevin Kaler. His left arm is really really good. I've pulled with Kevin a lot. I know how to pull Kevin. You know what I mean? So Todd has never grabbed this guy before. And Kevin grabs him towards the end of practice, and he's, you know, he's zero to 60 in like two seconds. And before you know it, he's on Todd's bicep. Todd's fighting from a bad position. Kevin Kaler, he, he pins Todd Hutchings' left arm. 
I can't pin Todd Hodges' left arm. I'm kind of close. But I'm okay with Kevin because I know what I'm doing. That's the exact scenario that you're talking about where he goes up, sets up really, really loose, goes to a bad spot, and tries to work from there. That compared to a ready-go, or or I will say this, that would never happen to Todd again when Kevin goes to grab him. You know, at practice, he's going to set up strict. I agree with everything you're saying, but I want to cite one example. Um, some context first. I had a left arm super match uh, two weeks ago. The guy who called me out historically practices with me and we're even as hell. I crushed him in the super match. I, I took Santa and just went, bah, 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 you got nothing. And he said to me, wow, you are a lot stronger than I realized. And it was, it was exactly what you guys are saying. But the one thing I want to say is, in my personal experience so far in the sport of arm wrestling, I have experienced one person come from behind me and surpass me, or at least get to the ability where they can defeat me in comp, and I didn't realize it because I thought they were still easy to beat in training and easy, and I was not doing it. And that person is Jordan Davis. I knew He's that it was coming. I knew that was coming. Let me finish the point. Let me finish the point. When I when I trained with Jordan all the way up through that season where he got wins on me legitimately, I was still he still felt in in practice to me like I was giving him but but I, I put that down to the fact that he actually knew he was approaching the point and he disguised the fact that he could fight with me. And I never realized that. And then come ready, go, bang. So when you are, back to the original context, when you are the guy chasing the dude and you're approaching him, a good arm wrestler will take some edge off as well and, and not let the top dog know that he's actually right there. And so can you guys, are you confident that you can see that given as a yes or a no? Can you see that when yeah. someone's coming up to practice? Yes. Because I didn't see it coming in Jordan, and he got pins on me. Because you you were looking from your perspective, not his perspective. He was you, mm-hmm. the, the the same things that you are saying he was doing. He's like he's maybe not giving you all. He's looking at variations where he can beat you, and just focusing on that. And in training, he's gives you this and goes in the other positions, but he understands. He knows where to beat you. And it's 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 always when when guys are very very close. Practice might tell completely different story. Yeah. Ready go will tell the real story. Mm. Let me give you an example about the Ron Bath Gabriela Vasconcelos thing. Mm-hmm. Gabriela has got a really, really, really strong arm, extraordinarily strong for a for a lady, extraordinarily strong for a female puller. Okay, mm. and if she is engaged into that position, perfectly formed with everything in play. She will feel very, very strong. She's going to feel to you like a rock-solid 154-pound guy. That's how she's going to feel. That level. Of, and I've pulled Gabby many times. I've pulled Sarah many times when they're on the peak. That's, that's what they feel like. Okay? When that starts to fall apart is all the things that you don't do out of respect for that lady. She shouldn't be pulling you because you've got things there that can take away and hurt elements of her game, potentially damage them, her wrist, her hand, the joint structure. So what you do is you soften that out, you let her get into that position and then you'll feel the best of her. You'll feel that power, everything she's got. 
when that isn't reality on every level with someone like Rom, is it if Rom applies any pressure from that centre position, none of that, literally none of that will get engaged. Because just a degree of resistance in that area will start to break down the fundamentals that Gabriella needs. Gabriella's got a small feminine hand. By comparison yep. to Ron Bath, it's not there. You know? And that's the situation that you never join in up. Now, with someone like Jordan, he has got a great deal of options against an arm wrestler like you. Because he's longer, he's got a bigger range. And, and the man is training with you inside, outside, all the time. And a lot of that period of time, when he was the weaker man, you've softened out. And he's a smart, technical puller who's automatically, subconsciously read that there's a spectrum of opportunity that he can go into. And because of the respect he's got for you, he's never going to rev that up in training. He's never going to rev that up and redline it. But he knows that that opportunity's there. When we were talking about Lachlan and Toddzilla, that's the point I was making about the comparison with such as Marcio and, 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 and Lachlan. There are opportunities, greater opportunities for Marcio against Toddzilla than there are for Lachlan against Toddzilla. Because in a real match, in a real ready goal, you're going to get that explosive attack of, of Toddzilla. And Lachlan hasn't got a particularly long range arm. He isn't fast. So he's going to be in a dogfight straight from the off. It's not a, it's not a reflection on Todd. Uh, sorry, on Lachlan. It's a reality of the match criteria that I struggle to see how, how Lachlan's good. He would have to be just straight up stronger in all areas than Todd to beat him. And I don't know. I don't think he is personally. Yeah, I, I, I just want to get in my my little bit of comment there. So it's no secret how I arm it, so especially with my left. You know, I go in tricep press. But in our practices, I will only press if the other guy is asking me to press or I feel there is no other option. So I arm muscle with my left arm, my right arm in the practices 95% of the time, top roll, classic hooks, classic, nothing like this. When Raymond Santonovic asked me, like, can you press me in because I need to prepare for this guy, Petrenko, then I go there. If some new guy, he's like, oh, show me the move, you know, because it's, I feel that it's too strong and I can take, I, I can give too much damage without taking too much damage and I don't need to do it. So sometimes you will arm wrestle with me and you will not see the best of me. And, and I will have good matches in the practice with guys. And then I go to competition like I did two weeks ago and I have six seconds of 20 matches, six seconds. Because yes. you're prepared, boom, you know, done. yeah, boom, done. I'm, I'm not getting in a long match. I don't need that. I'm not doing the things, you know, you go there to win. So I think that's the big deal. Like, it's, it's, it's always everyone's perspective. When I arm wrestle someone like, <clears throat> like, like some guy comes in, the new guys are, are arm wrestle with them. I give them everything. Take this, try, you know. When they start to feel too cocky, then you start to bully them a little bit to get their reality checked a little bit. They're like, <laughs> okay, because like they will come like, yeah, one time I got his arm here and I'm like, I'll let you there and I hold the center and you can't move anything. So they're, they're, it's, it's always specter and home, like the stronger guy will dictate the rules. And when there's two, two guys like that, you need to come to mutual agreement what you're going to do. You know, right. are we going to go hard? Are we going to practice? Are you going right. to give me my best uh, position or I'm going to give you your best position? And then you grow from there. 
Like, if you have a good training partner, like you have Jordan, then it's good, you know. If you have shitty one, well, you know. Yeah. The, the way that you I, have I to approach is attacking a long lever top roller, and you don't do that, Ryan. A lot of your training, why you're such an exceptionally good arm wrestler, is because you are working those voids and you train in a very calculated, methodical manner. You're Devon Larratt, dude. You just don't know it. But you're training like Devon. So your attacking is pretty shit. That's why a lot of guys get... No, really, it is. Because most guys, you don't attack. You're a brilliant arm wrestler who has allowed your attacking to become... Not your game. You, that that element of your game isn't sharp. But I guarantee you this: if you sharpened that, you'd beat Jordan. That's where that's where ready goes, and like you know, a finishing king of the table at a larger practice, I think, can be beneficial. I, I mean, that's what when 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 Tim Bresnan's getting ready, that's exactly what they do up there. And Tim will arm wrestle fifty matches on ready goes, and he goes. You know what I mean? So like, there's I think there's a thin line where you don't want to do damage, but I think. When it comes down to like what Ray's saying, when somebody starts getting a little bit too cocky or whatever, a little king of the table at the end of the day is is sometimes helpful for everyone. It gets it gets you brushed up on your ready goes and initiating because I mean I, I I practice and I, I don't almost never initiate ever. You do that king of the table and you're like all right I'm going to try and get a real workout out of this and stay on this table all you know all afternoon, then you're initiating and then people say oh it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. All, all of us, all of us, I mean, I don't arm wrestle anymore, but if I did, I'm in a great position. Because if I came back into the sport now, I'd come in low level and I could go around, tour around, and a lot of dudes would beat me up. And that's a great position to be in. Cause it's I crazy could... that you say that, Neil. Every time you say that, I just got to put this out there. Every time you say that, I think bullshit. Yeah. Your intuition is so freaking high. You're, it yeah. is. Your intuition is so high. Your arm wrestling IQ is so high. It'd take a bee's dick of time for you to get your conditioning back, and you'd be thumping. Well, you, you know, he would just throw matches to make a point. Neil would just. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, 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 Ryan, no. Ryan, See, no, Ryan, I told you. I, 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 <laughs> honestly, it, 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 here's the thing as well. Some of the stuff that I might be able to pull out in a tournament wouldn't have, wouldn't be applicable in a practice. So are you, are you with me? So I'd go to a right. tournament and I may get the result in a tournament because right. number one, they've not had time to practice with me, you know, um, and I've got very, very good fast twitch. So, uh, you know, if I hit you, you're going to know you hit and it's coming really fast. That's the reality of it. I'm not going to wait because I haven't got any table stamina because I don't can do any table training. So if we get into any kind of, but it's like Ray was saying, any kind of long match, I'm doomed because I don't train. So I'd look to kill you quick. I'm going to look to land on your chin hard and early. Done. Put it to bed. Serve the ace. The reality of the situation is if you then go to a practice table, I'm going to get done. I might have two minutes in me. And also, you, I'm not the guy that's going to go into a training facility and start crashing into guys like, why oh, we come right? And do, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go and try and pull. And guys would be like, oh, yeah, this fat man. Ain't so bad. I'll beat him all day. So I would take a lot of ass whippings, and I'm good with that. It doesn't bother me. I'm not in a position where I'd be going out thinking, saying, "Yeah, I, I can," you know, "I'm going to really be right there at world level." Now I'm not close. That's a really good position to be in because it allows you to go out there and find the stronger guys and develop a lot of things that are 
completely specific to you. Where am I? With what I apply, with the elements of my game, where are they most dangerous to a wider perspective? How many guys does this one thing that I do screw up? If you've got 10 guys in a room, 10 of them and eight of them, that one move complete the dem. There might be, there's always going to be that one guy that it don't work great. Isn't it? Okay, for that guy, I got to go somewhere else. But you know that that one move I've got beats eight out of ten people. That's a, that's a great point. The, the the rock paper scissors thing. And if you go back to the the Todd Hutchings and and Chance Shaw, first off, Chance Shaw is not a bum. And Chance Shaw is training. And Chance Shaw's pet move is a low hand top roll, which, as you know, Ryan, is essentially unhookable. And Todd sets up leisurely with that, with his normal setup, high-posted knuckles that he's going to drop and sink down on. It's it's no surprise, especially out of the strap, that, that Chance gets a great purchase. Hmm. Now, if, if, if he has to adjust and figures out exactly what you figured out in your match, that if you have knuckles high against Chance when he dumps his knuckle, all that goes away. So, I mean, I, I think the version of Chance that we're seeing right now is pretty freaking strong. I know he's lifting and he's training. And, and I think you pair that up with, you know, this is, this is Todd's, this is Todd's like antonym here in the low hand top roll. But we've also seen what he did to, to Matt Maskis, who is basically Chance's mentor. If it comes down to the come down, Todd can go like that. But he's not going to do that in practice. Well, you know, mate, you not. The exact thing that you've just used as the, as the, was my next point. I've actually made note talk about Matt Mask with the Todd thing. <laughs> exactly what you, you, said it, you just said it. When it come down to the match, Todd disabled Matt Mask. Matt Mask mm-hmm. is a horrible motherfucker. I mean, horrible. <laughs> Have you ever, Matt is horrible. I wouldn't want to walk past the mother. He is uh, yep. just a, you know, that long, that much leverage, that much explosivity, that much pissed off, that much bad attitude, that haircut, <laughs> everything about that mother is horrible. <laughs> I don't even like his shirt. He's designing for some, someone to screw up 90% of the people walking earth. He looks a lot like Matt Mask. He's got a lot of things going for him that aren't too dissimilar to the Latin. Matt is a bad mother. Bad mm-hmm. Matt. Most guys can't handle Matt Mask. Horrible guy. Yeah. 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 Like, 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 I, I love the complexities of this conversation the, the, and the complexities that our sports, that sport brings because of all this practice stuff. As I said, not other, no other sports have their athletes do this. Um, it really is something that I, I feel the, the people, the arm wrestlers who dive deep into thinking about what on earth is going on at the table, understanding and appreciating all of the nuances, I think they progress better than most. And, and it's always fascinating to watch a champion defend his position. And it's always fascinating to watch a hungry young athlete trying to get up to that that tier and when it happens predicting successfully if and when it can happen if and when it will happen um is 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 part of the reason why everyone loves gambling and everyone loves the to and fro of being a certain fan um i i i 
How many times are odd makers, odds makers wrong though, mate? There'd be a lot of, there's not many, you never meet a poor bookmaker. And here's a, just thinking about that, right? Here's a set of criteria yeah. that I'm just going to ask you and you answer. Okay. Yeah. How many guys ever in the recent history of Toddzilla can you name <laughs> how many guys in the recent history of Toddzilla can you name that have beaten Todd right-handed who aren't long-levered and aren't fast. And by fast, I mean elite okay, so you're, fast. Saying, you're saying I can't say Rustam. Okay, I get it. If, um, they are not, if they're not long-levered and, and yeah, so Rustam is fast, quick, Alan, Mackiev, Alan Mackiev is long-levered, Prudnik is long-levered and fast, um... Alan, Mac- yeah. Alan Mackiev is super fast. I mean, he's yeah, like, I know. I was, you know, I, I was, I was, I was filming it. I was filming it, and I was amazed at what Alan Mackiev did to talk. It was amazing. It truly was. And, and but I, I get to any weight class, any weight class. How many guys? Name me one guy who beat hmm. Todd Zilla, who wasn't fast and didn't have long levers. Because I was thinking about it the other day. I couldn't think of one. I can't think of one. I, okay, I know why you're asking this, but here's, I just want to add to the point. You got you, you, Neil. I heard you say a few times that Lachlan Adair isn't fast. Lachlan Adair trains slow. He actually is phenomenally fast. He's a high rate, fast twitch, explosive athlete. Um, go and watch him in Zlotti. Go and look again. He is the first mover in all of his matches. Yeah, but he's not um, so fast. Just, just, that's, just, that's just a side note. I, back to your answer, I, I, I can't think of anyone that meets the criteria you just I said. mean, I, 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 honestly, I don't have Lachlan as fast. He's not fast. Lachlan's not, <laughs> Lachlan can't even be fast in a lot of occasions because he's got to go. Lachlan's actually working in that weight class. He's got a lot of disadvantages. He's, a, he's stronger than his output suggests. He's stronger than his win record suggests. Because a lot of the guys that he's pulling against have huge leverage advantages over him. I mean, Lachlan's only four years into the sport, and at the end of the day, the data on Lachlan is super, super fresh, super new. When Lachlan's most recent data slot, I think he did, I think he, he did slightly above par for what his level of experience Mate, was. What I, what I don't want to do, right, is for this in any way to appear negative on Lachlan. Because I am a Lachlan Adair fan. As a man, I'm a big fan of Lachlan Adair. I genuinely rate Lachlan as an extremely strong man. He's very strong and he's got good potential. But what Lachlan is, is an intelligent, orthodox, stylish arm wrestler. He's been coached by Ray's best buddy, Giannis. What Todd Ziller is, is a... (laughs) King Weirdo. Weirdo. Yeah. Weirdo. Mm. He's a weirdo. Ah, like, what, what, whether the match just comes about is irrelevant. I, I love the study of whether it's possible and with the reasons why some people say no and the reasons why some people say yes. Um, I'm in the camp of saying yes because I'm seeing very intimately what Lachlan is doing. And I, I tend... I, I'll admit, I tend to project people's potential 
higher than most other people. I, I have a lot of self-belief. I have a lot of belief in, in other people's potential, even if they don't necessarily have it. But Lachlan actually does have it as well. And, and I just, I do believe what Lachlan has learned in the last year and a half, thanks to Giannis coaching him, and the dedication that I've personally seen Lachlan apply to the strength routine, I, I, I just think it's possible. And I mean, I don't mind being wrong. I really, again, I do like Lachlan. We chat a lot, but mm-hmm. where, where do we see the line? So we know, basically, we know where Todd is at. You know, Todd's right here. He can, he can basically beat Devon on a first round. We, we all saw that. You know, that's where he is. What, what we saw was that Devon went inside with him on that second start, Ray. And got the out of there quick. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> let's. Where where do we rank Lachlan? Where do we rank him? Where's the accolades to be looked on? So uh, for me, it's very hard to take comparison. He's a strong dude. Like the weights he's moving, it's compared to me, compared to many others, it's incredible. But again, same thing happened when he came to Zloty Tour. Like the weights, weights, Crossy is moving. I'm warming up. Change nothing. Crossy won first and second overall, destroyed the class. So that's the big difference. The weights, weights will not tell the story. And again, stylistically, like even if he takes everything, Todd doesn't give a fuck. You know, he's, (laughs) he just, he's a take it, don't care. That, that's the big problem. So how do we know where Lachlan is? I really want to know. Is he number one in Australia right now, in your opinion, with both arms? Like, yes. But just yes. coronavirus has stopped it. But yes, uh, Ryan the Milton Scott's going to hate me for saying this. But yes, 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 yes. Okay. The thing we let's, don't let's, have on you is sorry, Rego. Yeah, but okay, like Milkman, uh, Brett. Br- no, the hey, the guy. Brett's, Brett's, Brett, Brett's, Brett's my level. I would okay. be Brett. But uh, the guy who was, uh, I forgot his name, he ben was in Carroll? heavyweights. Yeah, ben yeah, Carroll. Ben Carroll. Ben Carroll, where he's at. Carroll, I actually think stylistically is a problem for <laughs> Lachlan more than, more than a lot of people. Smash those but guys. Smash those guys. Those, you, you do, like, in my opinion, if, if Todd would come, he doesn't care where you are stylistically. You know, smash those guys. Make, make, like, an honest thing, respect is a weird thing. We earn respect by beating the guys. Same goes for the practices. If I go to the practice and I feel I can hang with Giannis, gives me a confidence boost. I know I'm quite at that level. If I go there, he smacks the F out of me every time. I know I'm much, much below. So, in my opinion, he needs to beat guys. Like, he's sitting here around lifting weights and saying he's strong. I believe he's strong. Get him on the table. Ryan, yeah. do it. Instead of any match, Warriors. any enemies, clean everyone out. Is over, Lachlan, Lachlan will be somewhere. The instant coronavirus is over, Lachlan will face, whether it's Todd, whether it's Zlotty, he, he will face someone that will give him credibility, whether he wins, yeah. loses, draw. That's, that's what I talk. That's uh, what I, I yeah. credibility. I, I, yeah. I, I, think, I, I agree, Ray. I think, I think the thing is, for me, uh, number one, like I say, I, why, the, why I sort of withdrew from the bet wasn't because I didn't think I'm going to win the bet. I'm sure. I, I'm, I'm sure that he can't I'm still, I'm still willing to take the bet. I'm still, but, uh, I'm still willing. I don't want to get a situation where Todd Zilla and Lachlan are at 
loggerheads and really getting venomous because yeah. that's bullshit. Both yeah. men, they're both good dudes, and it's not about that. For me, I actually, think, I actually think that's coming down. That's coming down, and it's coming back to arm wrestling, which is good to see, to be honest. It is good to see. It's just yeah. no, 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 that, no, no need for that, really. No, not at that level. Not where that was going. I don't think it's calming down. I don't think Todd forgets anything. I think he's going to harbor this. I really do. Just after talking to Artem and him being down there and just the way Artem read it. Artem texted me because I was texting back and forth with, with, with Herman and Artem about, you know, the, some of the stuff that was going on, blah, blah, blah. We have group chat. And I was like, because I talked a little bit to Todd, too. I said, I said, guys, Todd is pissed for real. He is seriously upset. Yeah. And and they were like, ah, oh, are you? Maybe he's just maybe you're reading the text message wrong. Well, I get a text the, the first day that Todd's down there from Artem. I know what you're talking about. And I hadn't talked to Artem in days. I'm like, what are you talking about, Artem? He said Todd being upset, and I put like question marks. Like three days later, he hits me back. He was like, there's there's no there's no need to explain. He's upset. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, I think honestly, when it comes down to that match, that that just favors Todd even more. Like <laughs> you, you woke you woke a sleeping giant, you know. Well, but I do, I think I think Lachlan is like so well on his way. I just would like to not see him have to face the angriest Todd Hutchings in the world. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's a good match for. I don't no. think it's the right match because for me, there's so many Lachlan's got so many steps, and this isn't again. This isn't a negative reflection. It's got so many steps that he could take. That people are going to be like, whoa. Because look, can Lachlan beat Todd down the tracks? Yeah, quite possibly. Todd's 53 years old. I mean, I know, you know, the thing has come out, well, age is but a number. Yeah, and it's a number that matters. And it will catch <laughs> you. And it will fucking beat you. And, yeah. you know, that you know, we're, while we're all human men, that's coming. Trust me, it's coming. Now, the thing is on that one, that's never going, that's never going to work in Todd's favour again. It's working against him. But why Todd gets upset, I kind of understand. Because in my opinion... Todd Hutchins is underrated. He's fucking underrated. Never mind over. I mean, I mean people say, oh, he's overrated. No, he ain't overrated, son. He's underrated. Somehow he is, which is unbelievable to me. Well, it's things I mean, like the Rustam situation, isn't it? You know, he goes over there and Rustam yeah. is guy from a, that's that's you know designed to beat him. You, if if that starts and in in any way the match stops in the centre there, I've got Todd all day. Yeah, and but we're talking about Rustam Babayev, you know, and all of a sudden losing to Rustam, twenty-time world champion, hurts yeah. hurts Todd's credibility. Anybody no. who thinks that is crazy. Yeah, no. you need to. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it, 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 it's a stylistic thing. It's yeah. a sty- he'll be put it this way: Todd will beat guys that will rape Rustam. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, yeah. Todd will beat guys that will beat the out of Rustam. That'll make Rustam look like a bum. Just personally, I'm, I, I, I was surprised then when you guys said that you think Todd is underrated. I, 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 I've never seen him as underrated. I've seen him. I think he's he's a badass. I think he's an absolute international superstar badass. I just believe that Lachlan is also a superstar elite badass, but just hasn't had the chance to do it yet. That's yeah, but all. you cannot say he's a superstar badass who hasn't had the chance. Get it done. Get something. It's a, well, I, I could. I could. Next every, time I'm going to come out, start every, every talking badass, shit to everyone. I'm like, I could beat run. everyone. Like Paul, no chance. Mop the floor with Ryan. <laughs> Neil doesn't even arm muscle. I'm out. It's it's 
it doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. good. We know no, why no, no, it happens. That. That's cool. That's cool. I'm cool with that. But the thing is, every badass has their moment when they arrive, and I'm just placing bets because there's you more return when you bet early. You, you there's more return when you bet early, and I'm betting early. I'm telling you right now that I'm betting early on Lockland. That's all right. it is. I'm, I'm Mate, you, you, you in your in your trajectory. Mm. Actually arrived earlier than Lachlan did, and here's how: Lachlan has been out, has got out, has pulled, and who've we seen him pull against? We've seen him pull against some strong guys and do well. He had a win against left hat lefty with uh, Zambalat Sorayev. Now I know Zambalat's not a, not really a lefty, but it's still a good win. Zambalat Sorayev's no bum. Um, but we then on the same thing we see Lachlan go out and he pulls with um, a yellow with Mike yellow. And Mike goes where Lachlan wants him to go. Michael, Mike goes straight into that hook. He's not running. He's not, he doesn't use all that giant leverage he has. He, he doesn't run. He's right down your throat. He runs that, right where and he wins. Now, that's Lachlan, that's Lachlan two and a half years into the sport. And, and he was well, a power lifter. Back in the, in early days, pulled John Brzezink in a hook and scared the sh- out of him. When it was a baby, Toddzilla. Yeah. And everybody that yeah. night walking around Vegas going, holy, where'd that dude come from? Mm-hmm. Honestly, it wasn't, it, it, it was, it was a year and a half ago when, when, when Lachlan pulled Mike, I was familiar enough with Lachlan at the time that I could still defeat Lachlan confidently. I could. I, I really could. When Lachlan pulled Mike, I, if you had to put my, uh, me and Lachlan in the tournament, I flash pin Lachlan and there wasn't a problem. Who's the flash of greatness being against is what I'm getting at, mate. No, no, he hasn't had it yet. He hasn't had it because, That's because. The and all I'm saying is I'm betting greatness. early. I'm betting early. Yeah, but, but, it, but it, like, as to say, he will be good. We know that. I'm 100% sure is. of There's that. No but to say right now, like, where's the start? I really believe that would hurt him a little right, bit. Right, 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 right. If we go back to episode maybe... I know, I know, 16, I know, I know. You bet on Lachlan the beat time. Yeah, I know. I watched what, more what Todd's videos. I watched Todd's videos. Mate, Todd has had... Let's talk about the contrary to this, right? Let's talk about Don't the Don't forget fight. that, audience. Don't forget that Ray back Lachlan. Some Todd moments. A1. Todd has wins against Sergei Tokarev. Farid Usmanov, Krasimir, every time they've pulled... I mean, Krasimir, for sake. Have you ever pulled... Mate, have you ever pulled yeah. Krasimir? Uh, I'd love to train with him. Krasimir is a Thank horrible you. bastard. For me, I'd ban Krasimir when he left Bulgaria. <laughs> I'd be like, you can fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Don't even. Yeah, he's not. It's he's ridiculous. I think. I think credibility. We need a little bit more credibility. Yeah, I, I, I think. I think Lachlan. That's should, all. Yeah. Lachlan should have an opportunity to get like one of those credibility matches. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like beating Aiello. And I think. I, I think that there's a real possibility that the version of Lachlan and Aiello right now will go vastly differently. I think that's true. I think a guy but it like can't be Mike though, because that's happened. It's going to be somebody. Who is that guy? Who's the guy? I, He'll, I, like, what about what Nick about, Zinna. I mean, Nick Zinna. Nick Zinna, maybe. 
somebody like that, that's known, um, you know, he's going to prepare for a match, you give it time, nobody, that, that gives him credibility. And then after that, I'd love to see him pull Krazy. You know like, who I think it is? But I think he needs one before. before. Passmore. Well, what happened to He's in the hospital or something. What's going on? Yeah, he has COVID and on and something. He got something like bit by a black widow spider and now he's in and he got COVID and everything. Like his life's falling yeah. apart or something. Oh Jesus! So yeah. that. Sorry to yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the recovery is going to be like on that. But I think the Passmore match is awesome. That's an awesome match. But the problem with that is, is, I don't. Does that give? Does that give him that world level elite credibility that Ryan's looking for? But it's the next step. Right. It's like there's no step where everybody goes. Whoa! I actually think that that's a, that 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 is a more dangerous match for him than and the other two that we mentioned. So, so, Ryan, wait a minute. Local, Ryan's going. Brooklyn and Passmore is a bad match. It'd probably be a great match, but it's a bad match for both of them because neither of them gain the credibility that they deserve by winning because they're both not elite yet. Yet they're both actually capable of potentially pinning an elite. So I don't think. I don't think. In a marketing sense, I see Passmore as a high level who's knocking on the door. He's not not, elite tier yet. He's approaching. Lachlan, if you're outside of Australia, if if I go, if I may. Dude. I go to to Kazakhstan, right? And I, I lean my fucking arm on the bar in Kazakhstan. I'm like, and the guy's like, what you got to tell me, fatty? And I'm like, Lachlan Adair. And they're like, who? <laughs> they don't give a shit. Right now, I know Lachlan's a bad man. You and most of Australia love Lachlan Adair. Probably more than Lachlan We Adair. all do. <laughs> right? Yeah. But outside of Australia... Lachlan hasn't proved it yet. Mm, so, Passmore is a great match because of that. Passmore's a great, Passmore's a great match for a lot of reasons. Passmore has the luxury that you guys don't have over there. This guy takes a super match with anybody and everybody. He has sometimes two in a month. He goes everywhere, so everyone in the United States knows exactly how good he is. He's got wins on Ron Bath and some, some very elite guys. Dominant wins, no less. So does it give Lackland the credibility he's searching? Maybe not, but it gives us one hell of a good match. The reason I, I, don't, I, would, the reason I think it's dangerous I is I think Passmore could give, he could give Lackland problems, whereas I think Lackland will beat a Nick Zinna or possibly even well, beat a Nick If you were moving towards the mold of a Toddzilla, moving towards that mold of a guy who's got that brutal, obnoxious, coming straight at you power, Passmore's more yeah. towards that line. Whereas well, if he pulls a Zena or a Mask or someone like that or a Barbosa, everybody goes, well, yeah, but that's not representative in any way of Todd because he's not coming at you. He's going away from you. He's going around Lachlan. Passmore ain't going to go around Lachlan. Passmore's going to kick it's Lachlan's doors off the hinges and say, here I am, motherfucker. You've got to go through him. And Lachlan might go through him, but if he does, everybody's like, whoa, that's impressive because Passmore's no bomb. Yeah. Yeah, the credibility that he will gain in the United States from a win on Paul Passamore is very, very real. Big, real, 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 
real credibility gained. Like if you beat I Robbie Burnett, really you might say, say Robbie Burnett. I think it's a bad match because they're both very similar. They're both very similar. And I think, I think being sim- taking on someone in your similar category doesn't change the overall story as much as taking on someone either above or below. I personally will always give someone on a tier below me a crack. If someone wants a crack at me, let's do it. Same way I like to, when I, people might think that I market things in an aggressive way, but when I'm speaking to someone, I say, like, I would love a match with Paul Passmore. Paul Passmore is a weight category above me. He's got more runs on the board than me, but I would love a match with him and I'd probably lose it, but I would freaking love a match with him. Yeah, you would. I, I, well, I get what you were saying. You'll pull the devil in straps. Right. I know. Well, that's what's, the, what's, what's Paul Passmore's incentive to take that match? What does he gain? He stands to lose. You know what I mean? Well, that's, uh, that's, based on the opinion around here. That's why I put money on the table and don't ask in for Australia? a return. I say, Australia, they built a statue. Yeah, I did that with Chance Shaw. Chance Shaw was so freaking confident that he was going to smack me. Ryan, I, take the I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Ryan. But I'm not saying that, that Paul wouldn't take the match. I think Paul would take that match without thinking one time because he'll pull anybody. He'll put himself out there too. And that's, I think, that has built his credibility. He's, he's the same as you. He'd get that. He'd get the knowledge that he'd beaten back in Lachlan Adair. And he'd also have a statue in uh, in Warunga Creek. <laughs> all of this, all of this comes back. Like when, to get in my head, all of this comes back to the fact that I'm me personally, and I try to project this onto people like Jordan and Lachlan, and encourage them to think the same way. Is that I am not thinking this year. I'm not thinking next year. I'm thinking 15 years from now. And for me to be the best arm wrestler possible within myself, 15 years, years old, 15 years ago, 15 years from now, Toddzilla may be dead. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Todd. Best wishes. 15 <laughs> years from now, I want to be the best possible arm wrestler I can be. And I think the process of, that, that will give me that greatest opportunity is to take on Paul Passmore now, is to take on Toddzilla in two years, is to take on Devin Larratt in five years. Is to, like, like, the more opportunities I can have against people tr- truly out of my league, the faster I will grow. I've always, I've lived that from the beginning. Yeah. I've done that from, I've done that, I've done that from winning my regional tournament to winning my state tournament to winning my national tournament to being relevant internationally. So on the undercard to you versus Chafee, I think <laughs> we should probably back up. <laughs> yeah. Pass right. Versus Lachlan. <laughs> Because until that time, we're all being COVID. <laughs> Even Latvia have got COVID. Even no. Latvia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 guys. Even though I love these conversations, but it's always like, uh, what American can we put against someone else? I'm, I'm have, have like European Championship results, 2019 World Championship results. I see Kazakhs. Bulgarians, oh Ukrainians, and Russians in front of that. I yeah. think, for like, my credi- credibility, you build with that. Real credibility for yourself to understand. Todd can build that credibility. Todd has gone and beat them all. Yeah, yes. That's the difference. Right. And, and I think if it, you can look at anyone who is who's more or less, like, 
why these European guys are so unrecognizable? They're not on camera that much. Plus, they don't speak English, most of them. Right. But they're killers. I can, I'm looking at top 10 guys. 13th place in right. 110 is just airlift, airlift to Australia. Just, oh, just, just, just take him. Yeah. Just Frank, Frank Lamparelli from Italia, 13th place last year in Worlds. Frank is a killer. Man. With huge... Right, right, right. Genuine question, not trying to incite anything here. How good was Gunther's bike loss? Did you know Gunther's? No, he was before my time. I, I know he was good, but I really didn't experience it myself, you know. I didn't you, experience you, it myself. You, I swear to God, you t- just from mucking about in the practice, that you take Talga and drop that motherfucker anywhere you want on either arm. Yeah. He doesn't look nothing. He doesn't look nothing. He looks like nothing. And you put him in the centre of Australia, the centre of England, the centre of anywhere you want. The ten minutes on a practice table with that guy, you'll think that motherfucker's from Mars. <laughs> well, I, I want to experience that. that. I, I, I literally, I, I love the fact that 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 arm wrestling, that YouTube, that all those things facilitates the opportunities. Trust me, I I, I, I want to go to Europe. I want to experience Kazakhstan. I want to experience all those places. And and I will. And I and, and I agree. It's a different style of arm wrestling. It's a different – the reputations are very, very, very diff, – built very differently. Um, and Americans will see that as well. Uh, and I think that the, the more cross-freaking matches – through those continents is an awesome thing. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. disagree on that. I yeah, don't want to that Danny Tesh has done a ride against the Kazakhs. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let's not go there, but but you know that. Like, <laughs> whenever, whenever you look at the class and you have someone from North American World Championships, you're not scared. You're not scared. You're not scared at all. If, if, if you have Kazakh, Ukrainian, or Russian, or George, you're like, oh, oh, why? That's the big difference. That's the big And again, I sent you guys a video of Danny Tesh stonewalling a Kazakh. Do you guys know who was that Kazakh? Oh, I forgot his name. That's Danny Tesh. Well, yeah, that's. What are we at now? We're one we're talk, hour we're and six about minutes into the show, right? One hour six minutes. And I'm just going to say. Can we just have a five-second silence in honor of Danny Tesh? <laughs> Do you know something we don't know? No, I'm going to start the clock. Ready? Go. <laughs> okay, that was beautifully observed. I think that's Brian, Brian, why were you talking in the first moment of silence? Neil started that and you were talking. That's disrespectful. Yeah, but, I, but I, made, I, made sure, I made sure we wound it back and we got that. That was beautifully observed. I thank you for that. Danny? <laughs> Guys, we're one minute six seconds in. I think we should probably cut it there. But, ladies and gentlemen, th- this will continue. We're not done on this one. <laughs> Okay, we're done for now because Paul Lynn's got to got to not get sacked. But we'll be back with more from this. We might even do another show this week because we're just warming up. If this is your first time visiting the Supernatural Strength Channel, please check it out again. We will be back. Like, share, subscribe. Go and see 
Rolly Royce, on his own channel, where he'll tell you more about why he's on Brzezink's dick and why <laughs> everybody in Europe is better than you. Ladies, if you like men who look good in no shirt, go and see Lethal Arms and Paul Lynn. That's where he lives. And ladies and gentlemen, if you are the most patriotic Australian of all time and believe that no one on the planet can beat Lachlan Adair, get yourself over to Ryan Blue Bowen. Get over there and check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is being the fix. And, and until we come back with the next show, till that time, take it easy, peeps. See ya. <laughs> oh, man.